0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by the IVP. We live in a world of options where we might do this or that if we feel like it. But for followers of Jesus, certain things are not optional, but necessary. Keep listening to find out more about Necessary Christianity by Claude Alexander and by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is
1: light. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your
0: word is truth, your word is life.
1: The daily audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson. And Echemini OM.
0: Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things
1: in your Word. Old Testament reading. 1 Kings chapter 14, verse 1 through chapter 15, verse 5. Chapter 14. At that time, Jeroboam's son, Abijah, became sick. Jeroboam told his wife, Disguise yourself so that people cannot recognize you or Jeroboam's wife. Then go to Shiloh. Ahijah, the prophet, who told me I would rule over this nation, lives there. Take ten loaves of bread, some small cakes, and a container of honey and visit him. He will tell you what will happen to the boy. Jeroboam's wife did as she was told. She went to Shiloh and visited Ahijah. Now Ahijah could not see. He had lost his eyesight in his old age. But the Lord had told Ahijah, Look, Jeroboam's wife is coming to find out from you what will happen to her son for he is sick. Tell her such and such. When she comes, she will be in disguise. When Ahijah heard the sound of her footsteps as she came through the door, he said, Come on in, wife of Jeroboam. Why are you pretending to be someone else? I have been commissioned to give you bad news. Go tell Jeroboam. This is what the Lord God of Israel has said. I raised you up from among the people and made you ruler over my people, Israel. I tore the kingdom away from the Davidic dynasty and gave it to you. But you are not like my servant David, who kept my commandments and followed me wholeheartedly by doing only what I approve. You have sinned more than all who came before you. You went and angered me by making other gods formed out of metal. You have completely disregarded me. So I am ready to bring disaster on the dynasty of Jeroboam. I will cut off every last male belonging to Jeroboam in Israel, including even the weak and incapacitated. I will burn up the dynasty of Jeroboam, just as one burns manure until it is completely consumed. Dogs will eat the members of your family who die in the city, and the birds of the sky will eat the ones who die in the country. Indeed, the Lord has announced it. As for you, get up and go home. When you set foot in the city, the boy will die. All Israel will mourn him and bury him. He is the only one in Jeroboam's family who will receive a decent burial, for he is the only one in whom the Lord God of Israel found anything good. The Lord will raise up a king over Israel who will cut off Jeroboam's dynasty. It is ready to happen. The Lord will attack Israel, making it like a reed that sways in the water. He will remove Israel from this good land he gave to their ancestors and scatter them beyond the Euphrates River because they angered the Lord by making Asherah poles. He will hand Israel over to their enemies because of the sins which Jeroboam committed and which he made Israel commit. So Jeroboam's wife got up and went back to Tirzah. As she crossed the threshold of the house, the boy died. All Israel buried him and mourned for him. In keeping with the Lord's message that he had spoken through his servant, the prophet Ahijah. Jeroboam's reign ends. The rest of the events of Jeroboam's reign, including the details of his battles in rule, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Israel. Jeroboam ruled for 22 years, then he passed away. His son, Nadab, replaced him as king. Rehoboam's reign over Judah Now Rehoboam, son of Solomon, ruled in Judah. He was 41 years old when he became king, and he ruled for 17 years in Jerusalem the city the Lord chose from all the tribes of Israel to be his home. His mother was an Ammonite woman named Naamah. Judah did evil in the sight of the Lord. They made him more jealous by their sins than their ancestors had done. They even built for themselves high places, sacred pillars, and Asherah poles, on every high hill and under every green tree. There were also male cultic prostitutes in the land. They committed the same horrible sins as the nations that the Lord had driven out from before the Israelites. In King Rehoboam's fifth year, King Shishak of Egypt attacked Jerusalem. He took away the treasures of the Lord's temple and of the royal palace. He took everything, including all the golden shields that Solomon had made. King Rehoboam made bronze shields to replace them and assigned them to the officers of the royal guard who protected the entrance to the royal palace. Whenever the king visited the Lord's temple, the royal guard carried them and then brought them back to the guard room. The rest of the events of Rehoboam's reign, including his accomplishments, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Judah. Rehoboam and Jeroboam were continually at war with each other. Rehoboam passed away and was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. His mother was an Ammonite named Naamah. His son, Abijah, replaced him as king. Chapter 15. Abijah's Reign Over Judah In the eighteenth year of the reign of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, Abijah became king over Judah. He ruled for three years in Jerusalem. His mother was Mekah, the daughter of Absalom. He followed all the sinful practices of his father before him. He was not wholeheartedly devoted to the Lord his God, as his ancestor David had been. Nevertheless, for David's sake, the Lord his God maintained his dynasty in Jerusalem by giving him a son to succeed him and by protecting Jerusalem. He did this because David had done what he approved and had not disregarded any of his commandments his entire lifetime, except for the incident involving Uriah the Hittite. 2 Chronicles chapter 12 After Rehoboam's rule was established and solidified, he and all Israel rejected the law of the Lord. Because they were unfaithful to the Lord, in King Rehoboam's fifth year, King Shishak of Egypt attacked Jerusalem. He had 1,200 chariots, 60,000 horsemen, and an innumerable number of soldiers who accompanied him from Egypt, including Libyans, Succites, and Cushites. He captured the fortified cities of Judah and marched against Jerusalem. Shemaiah the prophet visited Rehoboam and the leaders of Judah who were assembled in Jerusalem because of Shishak. He said to them, This is what the Lord says. You have rejected me, so I have rejected you, and will hand you over to Shishak. The leaders of Israel and the king humbled themselves and said, The Lord is just. When the Lord saw that they humbled themselves, the Lord's message came to Shemaiah. They have humbled themselves, so I will not destroy them. I will deliver them soon. My anger will not be unleashed against Jerusalem through Shishak. Yet they will become his subjects, so they can experience how serving me differs from serving the surrounding nations. King Shishak of Egypt attacked Jerusalem and took away the treasures of the Lord's temple and of the royal palace. He took everything, including the gold shields that Solomon had made. King Rehoboam made bronze shields to replace them and assigned them to the officers of the royal guard who protected the entrance to the royal palace. Whenever the king visited the Lord's temple, the royal guards carried them and then brought them back to the guard room. So when Rehoboam humbled himself, the Lord relented his anger and did not annihilate him. Judah experienced some good things. King Rehoboam solidified his rule in Jerusalem. He was 41 years old when he became king and he ruled for 17 years in Jerusalem, the city the Lord chose from all the tribes of Israel to be his home. Rehoboam's mother was an Ammonite named Naamah. He did evil because he was not determined to follow the Lord. The events of Rehoboam's reign, from start to finish, are recorded in the annals of Shemaiah, the prophet, and of Ido, the seer, that included genealogical records. There were wars between Rehoboam and Jeroboam continually. Then Rehoboam passed away and was buried in the city of David. His son Abijah replaced him as king. New Testament Reading Luke chapter 21 verses 5 through 24 The Signs of the End of the Age Now while some were speaking about the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and offerings, Jesus said, As for these things that you are gazing at, the days will come when not one stone will be left on another. All will be torn down. So they asked him, Teacher, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign that these things are about to take place? He said, Watch out that you are not misled, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. And when you hear of wars and rebellions, do not be afraid, for these things must happen first, but the end will not come at once. Persecution of Disciples Then he said to them, Nation will rise up in arms against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, and famines, and plagues in various places, and there will be terrifying sights and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will seize you and persecute you handing you over to the synagogues and prisons. You will be brought before kings and governors because of my name. This will be a time for you to serve as witnesses. Therefore, be resolved not to rehearse ahead of time how to make your defense. For I will give you the words along with the wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends and they will have some of you put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of my name, yet not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance you will gain your lives. The Desolation of Jerusalem But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its desolation has come near. Then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. Those who are inside the city must depart. Those who are out in the country must not enter it because these are days of vengeance, to fulfill all that is written. Woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing their babies in those days, for there will be great distress on the earth and wrath against these people. They will fall by the edge of the sword and be led away as captives among all nations. Jerusalem will be trampled down by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Matthew chapter 24 verses 1 through 25 the destruction of the temple. Now as Jesus was going out of the temple courts and walking away, his disciples came to show him the temple buildings. And he said to them, Do you see all these things? I tell you the truth. Not one stone will be left on another. All will be torn down. Signs of the end of the age. As he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, his disciples came to him privately and said, Tell us, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? Jesus answered them, Watch out that no one misleads you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and they will mislead many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Make sure that you are not alarmed, for this must happen. But the end is still to come, for nation will rise up in arms against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of birth pains. Persecution of Disciples Then they will hand you over to be persecuted and will kill you. You will be hated by all the nations because of my name. Then many will be led into sin, and they will betray one another and hate one another. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many. And because lawlessness will increase so much, The love of many will grow cold, but the person who endures to the end will be saved, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole inhabited earth as a testimony to all the nations, and then the end will come. The Abomination of Desolation So when you see the abomination of desolation spoken about by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, let the reader understand. Then those in Judea must flee to the mountains. The one on the roof must not come down to take anything out of his house, and the one in the field must not turn back to get his cloak. Woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing their babies in those days. Pray that your flight may not be in winter or on a Sabbath, for then there will be great suffering unlike anything that has happened from the beginning of the world until now or ever will happen. And if those days had not been cut short, no one would be saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. Then if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there he is, do not believe him. For false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. Remember, I have told you ahead of time. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for the opportunity to get in your word, to hear it being read, to study it, to have our curiosity sparked and intrigued, O Lord. We pray, O God, that as we hear your word, that we don't just hear it, but that we study it, that it gets down deep on the inside of us and that it transforms us that it sparks an intellectual and a spiritual curiosity in us to understand more, O God. We pray that we wouldn't only hear your word, but study your word, and that we would be doers of your word, that your word would guide and order and give light to our path and footsteps, O God. Oh, how desperately we need every word from the Lord. We need your words, O God. And we pray now for deep, deep understanding to understand the complexity of Scripture, O Lord, we Thank you, O oh God, for the ways in which you tell your people through your Word, if we would have the spiritual ears to hear and the hearts to listen what you are forecasting, what has what is to come, and what has already come, O oh God. I am mindful right now of the ways in which we have been told the story, that we have been given the narrative, that we have been told how the story ends, and yet we find ourselves sometimes ignoring it, despairing our present day realities, O oh Lord, but God would you continue to bring back to our memories the ways in which you have told us about what is to come and what has already come, O God. Thank you for your word. Thank you that it guides us. And we pray right now for deep, deep understanding that we would hear you, that we would hear the lessons that you're teaching, the directions that you are giving, the guidance that you are giving to your people. Help us not to have stopped up or clogged ears, but help us to truly spiritually hear you, O God. Help us to be obedient to your word and help us to be shaped by the words that you give to us. It is in your name that we pray, amen and amen.
0: life in God is less about what you could do and more about what you must do. Contrary to the life of the optional, accidental, and haphazard, the believer is called to live with a sense of divine necessity. No maybes about it. In Necessary Christianity, Bishop Claude Alexander unpacks the gospel statements of what Jesus said he must do. He must be about his father's business. He must go through Samaria. He must go to Jerusalem. Learn what is necessary for us to follow Jesus. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. Shipping when you use the promo code THE WORD. That's promo code T H E W O R D at IVPress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but
1: doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag, Truth's Table.
0: Saints,